Good afternoon, class of 2015, friends and family. My name is Bridget Slater, and I'm the senior class committee representative for Kirkland House. Today, I am deeply proud and honored to introduce my friend and Kirkland brother, Sam Clark, as your 2015 male Ivy Order. Graduating Phi Beta Kappa, Sam is a talented man who wears many hats. Or maybe I should say he wears many belts. Or better yet, I could say he wears many headdresses, but we'll get there soon. <clears throat> Able to do impressive flying high kicks, he co-founded the Crimson Kicks Youth Martial Arts Program while at Harvard. In the Hasty Pudding Theatricals for four years and cast vice president his senior year, Sam has worn many a feathery headdress while performing in their renowned burlesque cross-dressing musicals. He has also acted in numerous shows with the Harvard Radcliffe Dramatic Club and the improv troupe On Thin Ice. In these performances, Sam has donned many hats, but perhaps his most famous is a Yale cap as a Yale tour guide on Yale's campus, leading around tourists and aspiring Yaleys. <laughs> he filmed this wildly successful prank on the sketch comedy news show on Harvard Time and will continue to act, write, and produce comedy in LA next year. Sam would like to thank his friends Mark Mariello, Gus Myopoulos, Andrew Talbot, Forrest Neal, the Pudding Cast, and the TOC for enriching his time here. I'm confident that Sam will be comfortable addressing this large crowd since he was our UC president for about seven minutes. So now I present to you Sam Clark, your 2015 male Ivy Orator. Hello, class of 2015. Woo! Yeah! Woo! Okay, settle down. <laughs> Welcome to the historic Tercerentenary. To the Tercerentenary. Welcome to Harvard Yard. <laughs> Hello, seniors. Hello, crying parents, texting siblings, and sleeping grandparents. <laughs> Hello, teaching fellows, young and old, and tenured professors, sober and drunk. <laughs> kidding, kidding. Hello, tenured professors, drunk. <laughs> and hello to Natalie Portman. Uh, Natalie, as an aspiring actor myself, I just wanted to say that I really admire your work in Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. <laughs> Class of 2015, we graduate tomorrow. My mother tells me this is a big deal. She also tells me, get a job. And no, seriously, get a job. But whether I have a job or not, I will graduate tomorrow. And I think it's important to reflect upon what I share with you all. We've all had different Harvard experiences. Some of us have spent our days here shaking hands with world leaders and celebrities, or creating new iPhone apps, or huffing five-hour energy in Lamont basement. We all have different views of how Harvard should change. Some of us want smaller section sizes. Some of us want Harvard to divest from fossil fuels. And some of, yeah. And some of us just want more tomato basil ravioli soup. <laughs> and we all have different backgrounds. We have students from all over the world, like England, or Kyrgyzstan, or New York, or New York. 
or New York. <laughs> but through all these differences and experiences, worldviews and backgrounds, one thing has brought us together and guided all of our actions in an incredibly important way. I'm not talking about the pursuit of Veritas or our hatred of Yale or even Gungru. I'm talking, of course, about the Harvard Student Handbook, which this totally is. <laughs> That's right. Without this 185-page tome of rules and regulations governing this hallowed institution, Harvard would be nothing more than a lawless wasteland. Without the Harvard Student Handbook, Dean of the College Rakesh Karana would have to rule Harvard Yard like a Mad Max road warrior. Running down underage drinkers with a Hup D Segway affixed with railroad spikes, confiscated keystones, and the skulls of freshmen who snuck flasks in a first chance dance. Without the Harvard Student Handbook, President Drew Faust would convene the ad board in the blood-stained stadium, granting intro to Congress students nothing more than a dull sword to defend against Faust's unfathomable fury, her nicely pressed pantsuit, and a trident. <laughs> Without the Harvard Student Handbook, Dean of Freshman Tom Dingman would probably just keep being himself. What a dude. But luckily, we didn't have to think about that, class of 2015, because the Harvard Student Handbook has been there for us. When we registered for classes every semester, we entered a binding contract that protected us under sacred Harvard law. But how many of us actually read the Harvard Student Handbook? Section Kid read it. Mark Zuckerberg read it. The, I guess those folks who ran that satanic black mask thing probably read it pretty thoroughly. <laughs> but the rest of us probably didn't. So who's to say we didn't enter a contract granting Harvard our firstborn child or selling Harvard our souls? Some of the employed among us may be used to such soul-draining contracts. Shout out McKinsey. <laughs> totally kidding, totally kidding. I meant Bain. <laughs> kidding again, I don't know the difference. But for the rest of us, I'll provide a little spark notes for the provisions of the Harvard Student Handbook that you may have missed. In some ways, the Harvard Student Handbook has guided us with simple directives. Standards of Conduct Part 3, Don't Steal. General Regulations Part 8, No Radioactive Materials on Campus. <laughs> Residential Life Part 4, Bicycles May Not Be Ridden in Harvard Yard. These directives were simple and obvious to nearly all of us, except for you idiots who rode bikes in the yard. Like, honestly, you people were the worst. <laughs> However, not all regulations in the Harvard Student Handbook were so clear. No. Some parts shifted and changed over our four years at this school. Like all great texts, the Bible, Plato's Republic, The Hunger Games Part 3, Mockingjay, the Harvard Student Handbook has not been static and unchanging. Its meaning has evolved as we've matured. The section about honesty comes to mind. I quote, the college expects that all students will be honest and forthcoming in their dealings with the members of this community. Freshman year, this meant being really, really honest with every other freshman you ever met in Annenberg about everything in your life. During these meals, I learned about the AP exam scores, political affiliations, political ambitions, and deep-seated insecurities of just about every other freshman I met in Annenberg. I even learned some people's names. 
But as we transitioned to sophomore and junior year and realized that no one cared about our AP exam scores, honesty came to mean something different. In these, two, in these two years, we became honest with ourselves and found our place on campus, be it with a talented group of performers and an a cappella group, with a committed crew of writers and a magazine, or with the speed club for gentlemen. <laughs> but senior year, this honesty extended to those outside the Harvard community as we all began to answer the perennial question, what are you doing next year? In answering this terrible, terrible question, honesty had to become a little more creative. If we were going to be unemployed in our parents' basement, we told people that we were working on a startup. <laughs> if we got a consulting or finance gig, we told people we were moving to New York. And if we were spending a year traveling without a job, we told people we got a fellowship. <laughs> All these answers were honest, albeit perhaps creative and interpretive. And who said the aesthetic and interpretive understanding part of our gen ed requirement was worthless? Ha <laughs> ha. I did. I, I said that. But after tomorrow, class of 2015, the Harvard Student Handbook will no longer bind us, telling us to be honest, and the rule of Harvard law will no longer protect us. It's been our guardian through thick and thin, through Hurricane Irene and Dean Feaster's shroom emails on shrooms, through the politically controversial Occupy Harvard and the politically silly 2014 UC election, and through Amy Poehler's parade down Mass Ave and Dean Evelyn Hammond's parade through our inboxes. Settle down, settle down. As we head off into the real world, the law of Harvard will no longer help us. We won't have protection in the real world when we try to pee on statues or run naked through the streets. With our, free, our future brings us back here or back home or, God forbid, back to the Gothic architecture of New Haven, the Harvard Student Handbook will no longer be our guardian angel. So here, with you all as my witnesses, before we graduate and leave this hallowed institution, I will burn the Harvard Student Handbook. Just kidding, they, they, they wouldn't let me burn the Harvard Student Handbook. But by the end of today, I will eat it. So cheers, class of 2015. As I eat this handbook over the course of this long day, I will internalize everything I've learned in these four years at this school. And I hope that you will do the same. I'll miss you guys.